listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. What is up? Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. This has been probably one of the most anticipated weekends of AB fans or just NFL fans alike. Um, the trade has finally happened. Antonio Brown is now a Raider. A uh, lot of other free agency talk we're going to do on this week's show. Talk about a couple of key guys uh, offensively for your fantasy teams. And uh, some other interesting sports news going around the world. And uh, we also have a pretty fire garage talk coming up. We also are joined uh, with our uh, longtime, longtime host and now guest. He's back. He's a lot, lot, of, lot of journeys, things. It's good to have you back, Jordan. I appreciate it. I'm just glad to be back. It's, it's, it's nice. Uh, we're kicking it like the old times, chilling in a, uh, chilling in the the mobile garage. Uh, got the mic hooked up, rocking and rolling. Best it, place to be. It's the best place to be for sure. A lot of great, a lot of great energy, a lot of good time. So it's going to be a great show. I want to uh, kick off this week's show uh, talking a little bit about a, uh, a story that I don't feel was uh, was a very well. Uh, the word I guess I could put it was it didn't get out there much, and uh, you actually pointed that out to me. Yeah, when we were watching it a little bit ago. Um, but uh, Friday, I believe it was David Irving. Uh, he plays for the played for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, put out an Instagram story early in the morning. Uh, I believe it was Friday, talking about uh, he's gonna quit the NFL and he uh, chooses he. I don't want to say chooses weed, but he uh, he rolls up a blunt while he's announcing his retirement from the NFL and he's had some uh some suspensions i think he was recently on one like an indefinite suspension uh for substance abuse of the NFL substance abuse policy using my fingers um and he spoke some real shit in that video on Instagram and he spoke uh, like there was a lot going on in the NFL what did he say he said uh, 80 to 20 he said 20% is what we see on the twenty percent of it's playing football, so that makes you wonder. Like, there's another eighty percent of this uh, this league, and we all know that. Like, with the recent shit, like you know, Goodell and and. Uh, but what was the best thing he pointed out? The best thing out of the whole video. Yeah. N- what? Oh, about the uh, oh, so about what weed. basketball player do you see? Yeah. What baseball player do you see? What any other major sport player? professional athlete do you see going down for marijuana and and he's right you don't hear about it you don't see it because the substance abuse policy is so strict with the nfl and he's just coming out and speaking and a lot of people are like oh he's addicted to weed he's an addict i think uh max kellerman 
uh, when he was talking with Stephen A. Smith, even said that, oh, it's not weed that he's addicted to. It's it's nicotine from licking rolling papers because that's what gets you addicted to weed. It's actually nicotine. So all of you pipe smokers out there, uh, it's just nicotine. Don't worry. We don't really know how it got in your pipe, but it's there. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> it, I don't know just, what he was talking about there. It's so fucking whack. And and so it's to me, it's awesome to see him come out and speak. Um I think Stoner actually tweeted the video out that day and he had a, a caption that he said with it he was talking about. It's just um I don't know. The crazy thing about that video was whenever we first when we found the video, uh it was a video of the live uh Instagram. Yeah, that's right? how he came out. He was so on live. We saw on a YouTube video of it and uh the whole time that he was alive, he only had like I think seven hundred people uh, viewing yeah. his thing. Okay, so then whenever it was seven hundred people, whenever we got like no, it was 10, actually five. It was like it was like five well, I saw when I saw I, the first seven. time I looked, it was seven, right? Or or maybe so. I, when, the first time I looked at it, it was seven. Then it went to five, and then I seen it go back up to like six, and then it started going down. Like when we got like fifteen minutes in, only like three hundred people were watching. It's. Like it was, it was that because because he just didn't so have it makes a whole you lot wonder. Like is like, and I and I see where you're going with this, and we talked about this too. Is like it should really be shared a lot more. There should be more people yeah. talking so about like, the shit because he's he's not only talking about it, you know plants over pills. He talks about I think in the way that I viewed it, and maybe you feel the same way about it. It was like he was specifically talking about you know the NFL feeds you all these, you know, pills and things like that. But when it comes to weed and natural medicine, and then he even went as far as talking about the whole concussion deal. And that's something that the NFL has been so hush hush on forever. And he talks about, you know, that weed helps with concussions and he has plenty of concussions. So it's like, what, what is really preventing them? Is it, is it, is it like, you know, just the adage of, Oh, well it's marijuana. It's always been illegal. So we're just going to, you know, you know, it, don't bro- don't break something. One of them that in that video that we don't saw is something that isn't broken. It said which one which one's worse for you, playing football or smoking marijuana? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Max Kellerman said that shit on like the Smith show. What's what is it, you know? But but I, what what I'm trying to figure out is why is the NFL keeping keeping, you know, marijuana the way it is and like I was saying is because like, you know, don't try to fix something if it isn't broken or is there some kind of agenda really that like they're just like okay, there's, you know, this is why we don't want Is it because it's not popular so view? I mean, it's a TV show. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, I, honestly, you know, what, what did I tell you earlier? Roger Goodell was reminding me of who? Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, of course, like, you know, football is, you know, entertainment, obviously. But at the same time, it really is. It's just like, you know, he, he even says in his video, a lot of these guys, they know that they don't have any other opportunities outside of football. So they just go along with it. So, yeah, I mean, in turn, you know, I mean, it's kind of like NFL conspiracy or whatever, but like, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, a show, but it is, it is interesting because it makes you wonder what is that other 80% of the NFL if he's saying that. And then, you know, there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, he's just addicted to weed. You know what I, you know what I, I do like about I don't the think NFL? So. I think he's being real. You know what I do like about the NFL? What? It is promoting free speech. Very true. The NFL used to have these just like he was talking about, I can only say so much. Yeah. Guess what? Right now, 
the NFL has not tried to silence any player that wanted to say anything. Very true. The video is on YouTube for anybody. They're there. Do. All right. Well, you know they'll be in hot so, shit if they do that. Oh, of course. No, no. Yeah. I mean, no. It, it's just they just they're promoting free speech because they 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 want after, them to go to after after Kaepernick. They but know the only they can't problem is anything. they're actually like no, no. I mean, no, not like that. I don't. I think that it promotes free speech. They they're getting to talk a lot more. So the more yeah. that the players get to talk, well, that's what I'm saying. And they like, get heard, just like this guy. I feel like this guy didn't get heard. Yeah. If if he was if he would have been in no reference to anything, if he would have been Antonio Brown. And I really you you think and then back, he puts that on Antonio Brown puts that on his story, right? Whoa, bro! We knew when Antonio Brown got traded. The what? How we call it? A oh, would have blew up like crazy, but because yeah. it's you know David Irving, it's whatever. But I mean, he has a decent follower base. I mean, it's just he did it you know early in the morning or whatever. But but yeah, I think the NFL. I think what I was saying like after the you know Kaepernick was really one of the first people that you know did that free speech. And, you know, kind of open that door. And so you see a lot of other players doing that. So I think it does usher a new era because, like, this is the NBA. The NBA is like this. And I tweeted out a couple of days ago, like, you know, we're, the NFL is now in NBA culture mode. And honestly, I kind of like I'll a, play, I like a player-driven out. league. I think a player-driven league is awesome. I mean, it, it gives it, you know, culture and personality. And, like, that's, that's what it should be. It should be these. A player's league would have voted the Saints through. Yeah, a players league would, would have thrown a flag. That's for sure. But you know, I just, I think it's awesome. Like, because nobody wanted to see what happened that happened. Yeah, the Rams did not do well. Nobody wanted to see that. Did not. No, it was. I'm a, proud of Tom though. I, he made it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> he did. He made it. He did. He made it to the Super Bowl. The team made it to the Super Bowl. Proud of them. Um, I don't know, man. I I didn't think they had it. In. I didn't. I never saw him coming. It's like yeah. a, it's like it's like like That's a the snake in the snake in the grass, man. I know it's sneak up behind you, and bite you in the knee. <laughs> They'll get you every time, and yeah. I don't think they're gonna. Slow they get down. up behind them refs and they strike them refs. Don't you <laughs> throw that flag? Oh, with th- don't you throw that flag? I don't know. I don't even. I try to forget that day, but it's hard, especially when Mardi Gras floats everywhere, uh, like you know, blaring the you know, we got robbed. You're just kind of like you know, yeah, that that happened. That happened. Yeah, that was real, but. You know, like uh, Roger Goodell was pretty silent about that. He's been pretty silent about David uh, Irving. Everything. So, I mean, who knows if we're going to even hear anything from him about this? And I mean, they really do need to restructure the marijuana um, policy. I uh, really believe that. Stephen A. He has no affiliation with the NFL. Stay right? off the weed. Does he have no affiliation with the NFL? No, he uh, works for ESPN. legal or anything. He works for ESPN. He works for ESPN. Yeah, that's it. That's all. So we 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 looked for a little while to find an NFL reaction to this. Yeah, there's not really. We could not find one. There's just media, just media. No, nothing. No official statement from the NFL. I mean, but this hush, just hush, happened. Don't say nothing. This just happened on Friday, so I mean, we could see something come of it. But <coughs> I just thought that it was really interesting. We wanted to open up the show talking about that. If you haven't uh, watched the video, or if you didn't get to catch the live stream on Instagram, you can find it on YouTube. I will get that tweeted up for you guys um, when we tweet out the uh, show tweet. I'll have that attached. So just. Uh, you know, you guys are already listening to this, so if you go on Twitter right now, you can see it and you can watch it. So it's really interesting, but um, just final thoughts on it. Let them smoke weed, man. Let the players smoke. Treat them better than what he's saying. Exactly. Be real. These are these are human beings, um, and 
they have fucking amazing God-given talents. And love football. That's what he said. He said, I love football. football. He said, I love playing football. All this controversy. He said, but I hate the NFL. Yeah. You don't hear about it with any other league. And people like me, people like you, we play fantasy football. We love playing the fantasy competition football and the competition the competition not nothing else just the competition you know and and between players fantasy football players are player fans and Let's we are real. competitive that's right competitive we like to be competitive we don't like it's why All we watch wrestling it's why our dads happening it's, it's just, why our dads watch the NFL whenever we were watching wrestling yeah they wanted the competition, the real competition, which is what, what do you always say? Right. What do you always say about wrestling? It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. We don't want As this. soon as you saw it, dude, it was like, it's fake. You're like, we, dang, man. It's nobody really cool wants so it was real. That. Nobody wants to hear this shit about the NFL. So it's just like, you know what? I think it's a stupid fucking rule. Pull it. And I think all your problems, we think, just think about Josh Gordon if they didn't have marijuana. But issues. just remember, remember, it's not about just pulling a policy. The thing is, the NFL it's, it's is the only one that's enforcing change. it. Got to have a culture change. No, the NFL is the only one that's enforcing it. Right. There needs MLB's to be a culture not. change. NBA's in not. The NFL. Oh, it's got to happen. But um, oh, they need to just ignore it. NFL needs to ignore tests. Yeah, just don't have them. Yeah, just don't have them. <laughs> just don't have them. Don't do it. Somebody got somebody quit, and we forgot about it. That's right. <laughs> Done. Game. Game. Make the NFL amazing and do things differently, please, yeah. all of you in the offices. Jesus. Okay, moving forward from that. Big news of the week. Antonio Brown is now an Oakland Raider, and we thought he was going to be a Buffalo Bill, or I thought, and then Jordan was not buying that shit whatsoever, like the moment that it happened. And um, pretty, like, sure, pretty no. sure Jordan Jordan manifested that, and that's why it didn't happen. So all of you Bills fans out there, blame him. There was no <laughs> way it was true. It, Ian Rappaport tweeted it, yeah. so I was just like, "Shit, okay, here we go." But imagine all like, dude, for a for a solid three hours, the Bills AB memes were so great. They were. There was they were uh, great. the best one, one of the ones that we tweeted, I feel like, was the one with Josh Allen just like air about to just hum an air ball. He was like, fuck it, A B out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was that classic like, shit. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean, just take a moment. Like, so obviously when I first heard the news, as everyone knows has listened to the show for a long time, I'm a fan of the underdog, no matter what. The Bills are that. I mean, they're what more of a an underdog or just a sad story than a franchise going to a Super Bowl four years in a row and not being able to to follow through. That is just like, that's hurt right there. So I thought it was pretty awesome at first because I'm like, okay, they got a new quarterback. They need help at wide receiver. You got Zay Jones out there doing his thing, but you never know when he's going to, you know, go around outside of a window in a hotel. So you have to be very careful. But Thinking about AB there, I was just like, this could be the start of something, like, really cool. And, I mean, it could be a competitor challenge and take on the Patriots. And they have a lot of work to do, obviously. But then AB was just like, mm-mm, fake news. No, and it was the like, first time, whenever you first said it, I was like, AB's crying somewhere. You didn't believe it. Uh, you like, never believed it for a like, minute. No, there's no way that he would go there 
and he because there's, there's what there's, is the only there's, there's only sorry. one thing to do in Buffalo, and that's make children. According according, I don't remember the NFL player that said that, but he was just like <laughs> my, my time in Buffalo. He's like he's like the only thing to do up there is fuck. So really, we fucked and had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he straight up came out. I can't remember when. I think this was like uh, shit. This was back in the 2018 season. He was just like, the only thing to do in Buffalo is fuck. <laughs> like it was hilarious. But so CNAB in that situation would have been cool. It didn't happen. He amazingly pulled the strings on his own trade, which is, I think, the first time we've ever seen something like this happen, and I think it's fucking awesome, because that dude, like, went out, set the intention, he's like, I know my skills, I got drafted in the sixth round, I worked for this shit, I'm gonna get mine. And he was really, I think that AB is the pioneer for, like, the new wave, and hopefully ushering in a new era of the NFL, being more of a player-driven league, and I think it's fucking amazing. He's celebrating right now. He's got so many cool videos up on Insta. He's hanging out with fucking, um, fucking Mayweather, like partying it up on an Instagram video. Like, like, and he, what did I say earlier is like, he just looks like this out of place dad. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. dancing. But I mean, it's AB and I never knew he had this kind of personality in this culture. So I was, uh, I was pretty excited and I'm excited for him being a Raider man. I know he's pumped. And so, with him there now, let's talk about what is factual, especially for the upcoming fantasy season. Um, the Raiders suck. The Raiders suck. Fat dick. They lost a little. They lost a little bit. They lost a lot of it. And it all started. I'm with, sorry, they gave away a lot when John Gruden left Corona Beach and traded Khalil Mack. Um, that was kind of the start of it. But you know, maybe this is you know the plan John Gruden had all along. I know one thing about this this deal that's happened. I cannot wait to watch sound effects next season with John Gruden and AB on the practice field talking <laughs> about random shit like um, like what their favorite um, cookie is at Subway or like fucking if you don't run this in this amount of time, you're going to have to buy me wings. Like that's John <laughs> Gruden like all the time. It's going to be super interesting. And, but I mean, honestly, AB is really all they have for wide receiver. That's right. And then, uh, the thing that got me about this trade was it was like what two third round picks. Yeah, like dude, the 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 Steelers is a third the and a Steelers fifth. Steelers got stole third and a fifth, something like that. All right, I thought it was like that. So now they still got those picks that they got for Khalil Mack. Yeah, they got a they got a two first so round. So then picks. Uh, what happened? What did, who did old, old Derek Carr follow? The next guy on our list to talk about in free agency, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell. Hot name, um, and I feel like AB overshadowed him a good bit. So when we go to take a look at you know some of these other players, Lev Bell is the next one in line. Like he's got to go somewhere. Uh, a couple of teams, and we did an article I think uh, the beginning of last season or before last season started, where we talked about where we would think Le'Veon Bell would go to. So some of those teams are still on this list, but there's the Colts the Texans, the Jets, and now the Raiders. So A lot of the Raiders. Derek Carr follows Le'Veon Bell now after A.B. comes there. Um, and they have do – you, do you think that they can handle these two on the same team? Lev and Antonio? Why not? It would just be crazy to see that flip, like – like you see these two superstar players on one team and now they're just like 
we're gonna step brother this shit. We're gonna yeah. go. We're gonna go into the office. We're about to fuck shit up. It would be amazing, and I think that it would. I, I would just love someone to win more with that much talent, or win a ring at least. Yes. How crazy would it with be with that much talent with Big Ben? If okay, so this is Juju even right. But this is I mean, this is huge, okay? So check this out. If if Le'Veon Bell does go to the Raiders and AB's there and they win a Super Bowl, was it all Big Ben's fault? <laughs> I don't know, man. So, I don't know. I don't know if you could ever. Was it Mike Tomlin's fault? No, I think I, it, it has to be fault in a lot of places. Because was it Rooney's fault? I'm not. No, probably there's Rooney's probably fault. no fault to put in anybody. I mean, you the probably can't even find a fault. Maybe, maybe maybe he said something wrong at the Christmas party. Who knows? But, yeah, if they can go to the Raiders and win a fucking Super Bowl with a dude that is, like, one fucking punch in the back away from being paralyzed, that's going to be fucking wild. <laughs> like, yeah. But Derek Carr is over the moon, and I hope you don't take offense. So, to what about this? Can I ask you something real quick? What? Is Juju Smith-Schuster the first-round material, as of you right now? No. No, he's second round. You have to understand that he is the guy now. Double coverage is going to be a motherfucker. We haven't really seen a whole lot of that with Juju. So we're going to really find out exactly what he's made of. Um, I, I think that he is a valid late second-round guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you can get him any lower than that, then if he's there and you're in the third, you better scoop him up right then. Um, he's definitely going to be a great wide receiver. We're definitely going to go through some changes in the motions. We don't really know what the emotional state of the Steelers is going to be yet. We don't really know the tone that they're going to have, the attitude they're going to have. There's still so much to look at, but the one thing that stands out for me the most is double coverage on Juju, um, which is going to open up the field for other players. Uh, like uh, I want to say it's uh, what's the what's their new the new guy's name Hunter, maybe I believe is his last name. But yeah, he's uh, he showed a little bit last year. And I think that maybe that's going to open up a new window for another wide receiver. And I mean, the Steelers are naturally great at drafting wide receivers. Yeah, that's just how they roll anyway. But it's uh, it's going to be cool to see and uh, with Juju and and we'll kind of wait. But yeah, he's definitely a second round guy. Um, but with Lev Bell, I mean, where do you think out of out of those teams? You know, the Colts, the Texans, the Jets, and the Raiders. Like, uh. Where do you think he could end up? I mean, do you have any other team other than the Raiders at this point? I mean, I personally think he could be amazing at the, with the Jets. Um, with Sam Darnold and the program, Adam Gase is going to be there. Supposedly the quarterback whisper didn't really happen that well with Tannehill 2.0. But, um, you know, I, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. I think that that would be probably the best spot for him. They really are lacking in the run game. They they need somebody to really step up. And Sam Darnold didn't show me a whole lot. Well, I mean, they, a lot. but I mean, imagine having an all-star running beginning. back open up the field. It's the beginning, yeah, it's the beginning. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. But where, where do you think? What was uh, Colts, Texans, Jets, <clears throat> or another team? Texans, Lev Bell at Texans. They might be one puzzle piece away from advancing that, one more that, game that in the playoffs. Be, that, should be an, that should be against the monopoly laws of the United States. Dude, that team. Okay, <laughs> like, no. So, no, don't do that. Dude, that would be insane. Like, they got a monopoly, bro. I don't really know about a monopoly. I know they're probably definitely going to draft a tight end this year. Um, but, yeah, D-Hop, Lev, Lev, Bell. Lev Bell, and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Not to mention Will Fuller. Yeah. Uh, JJ Watt. 
on D. Uh, Tyrion Matthew, if he signs back when yes. he's a free agent. Um, it could be deadly. They got Clowney back. I mean, I'd love to see the Texans do some work. I would do. I mean, they just got to get past that wild card game. They got to <laughs> like, sign Liv. That's what I, I was saying about that one. I was like, that's that's a it would be cool. like a monopoly there. I uh so yeah so that's some some cool spots for Lev I think and you have you know with the Texans I like that the caps that's se- I think that might be a little bit sexier than the Jets honestly and that would that would instantly make them a con- a contender oh yes I think they already were if they would stay healthy you know but we but you can't Lamar Miller did do some awesome stuff this season he really kind of showed like hey I'm not gone yet I'm not yeah. Isaiah Crowell yeah. okay <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not the crow um. Yeah, he. I remember that one game, dude, where he broke off that ninety-yard run, dude. Like, oh my god! And it I told was against you. Me, remember, I was I like, lost because of that run. And remember I, that night, I did a live video. I remember. I'll never forget that. I was like, start, start Lamar Miller. I don't care what anybody says. He's gonna have a huge run. Yeah. Just predicted that shit, and I was actually asleep when he did that. I felt <laughs> like I was so tired. Oh, <laughs> all right. Another big one, free agent uh, quarterback Nicholas. Foles, Big Dick Nick, St. Nick, etc. I heard Jags a lot. I heard Jags too, and that really seems to be the only team that's really hit. And we really seemed like they made a deal like freaking week after he was like, go within the week. Yeah, like, like they were like they had a deal, and it was like well, they were expected to. I think that I and think then, that. Then oh, here's what they're gonna do, and. On signing day, he's going to do this. Like, he can't do it yet, but he's got to do it on some day or something. I mean, I, don't know. I know that it was like one of those things where, okay, when, you, when you're when you taking a minute to look at it, a lot of the players have kind of spoken out and said they don't want him there. And he, you know, he really don't give a shit. He just wants to play and he wants to be able to prove his shit. I mean, he won a Super Bowl, for God's sakes, but... I don't know. I mean, it's it's up in the air, honestly. It still yeah. is up in the air. We don't really know what's going to happen with it. Um, I'm just at a point with it now to where I'm just like, you know, we'll see where it goes, whatever. But there's another quarterback on the market that a lot of the players seem to have an interest in. And you don't really seem to think so. But Teddy Bridgewater is another guy coming from the Saints. I mean, I don't, I don't really see... I mean, if he, if a team like that reaches reaches out to him, I don't see him staying with the Saints. But if not, I think he would probably stay with the Saints. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't he's never showed me a whole lot. He's been hurt a lot. I just never, I just didn't see a whole lot about him. I guess. Yeah, he had that one year, and then when you look at like after the injury and everything, that I mean, it was they they were really destined to have a great year. The Vikings were that year when he got fucked up and Case Keenum stepped in. Um, or no, Sam Bradford. Yeah, yeah, Bradford. And then and then he got Bradforded <laughs> in case he yeah. stood up. So and they kept going. Yeah, and they just kept rolling through. Now it's and Kirk then and then, and then they, they matrixed the fucking uh, <laughs> a fucking play against the Saints. Insane. And then the next year the Saints got blew, got screwed out on a uh, blown call. But we still beat the shit out of them in the regular season, so there's still that. I remember yeah. I remember how excited I was for that game. And then the next week was the Rams, dude. That was the, the most hyped two weeks I think I've ever ha- had as, as a Saints fan. And when Michael Thomas whipped out that phone. Yeah. It was an amazing game. I still watch that game sometimes. Um, Golden Tate, wide receiver. 
with the Eagles. He's a free agent. Uh, there's some speculation that he might either be with the Titans or the Patriots. I would love to see him go to the Titans. Um, they need another wide. They need a wide receiver, basically. Tay one, Tay on the depth chart for wide receiver. Put Mariota on the depth chart. Yeah, done. Call it a day. Yeah. Throws his own his own passes. <laughs> throws his own touchdown passes. Yeah. I don't know. Golden Tate. Um, I think that that he would be a good fit with the Titans. I think that he could give them some character. They really need that. I'd like to see him go to uh, Tom Brady. And they need it, but then Josh Gordon's going to go be forever. Brandon go. Cooks. We just don't like Brandon Cooks. No, I just wanted to go up there and beat him. Just take his job? Just do the Wally same Pip. thing he does. And I want to see Tom Brady have to throw the football. I want to see Bill Belichick have the same conversation with Brandon Cooks as he did with Wes Welker when Julian Edelman came into town. <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit. You better get pipped, son. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Golden Tate uh, is an amazing wide receiver. I think he did some great things this year with the Eagles. And, I mean... Other than that, that's it's really like a lot of only the relevant fantasy players, I think. Oh yeah, and also uh Carlos Hyde is now a chief. So that's gonna be interesting to see. Um after watching Williams do his thing towards the end of the season win a lot of fantasy football uh championships for the uh guys that were lucky enough to scoop him up and not uh flip out on Spencer Ware. I think that uh, he did a great job, and I think he did enough to keep that starting position. I mean, where, what are you thinking about the whole Carlos Hyde move? Well, I think he should be being second in line. Second in line behind yeah. Damien? Yeah. I think Damien's earned that spot um, for fantasy purposes, honestly. I feel like Hyde's always done better. Yeah? In the second spot. Hyde always did better. when like, he was he's, like, he's like, oh, I don't want to be in second. I got to get, get it. Yeah, I mean, when he was with the 49ers, he just hit that decline. And then when he just got traded, I mean, like, I I was kind of disappointed. He got the injury, too. Yeah, that was what really messed him over. Because, I mean, if it wouldn't have been for that, I think he'd still be with the Niners. Yeah. Most definitely. But that's all he do there is, like, tear tear ACLs. (laughs) Old Jarek. Yeah. It's going to be good to see him back, see what he ends up doing this year. Um, But... Yeah, I don't know. With Carlos Hyde, I mean, I think he's still going to be later rounds. I mean, you're looking at maybe fifth or sixth. There's just so many new options now, so many new so many new toys for our fantasy hands to, to put on and, and put in our lineups and just make shit happen. So I'm uh, this rookie class that came through this past year has just uh, got some solid guys. And then we got some other guys from two to three years back. So we're just kind of seeing a – uh, a new ushering in of, of these players. So some of these other guys that have been bitten by the injury bug and stuff, they're going to fall. But uh, Damian Williams definitely, I feel like, has earned that spot. And um, it's just going to be fun to see where he ends up going. And we'll definitely have some rankings and stuff for that as well. Other shit that's different, other than football. I'm going to go ahead move forward from football. Okay, so Jose Canseco calls out Alex Rodriguez on Twitter. Which was hilarious. Um, you're familiar with Alex Rodriguez, correct? Yes. Okay, New York guy. Uh, he's with J-Lo now. With J-Lo, with yeah. Big booty J-Lo. So, apparently, apparently, Jose Caseco was watching 
something on TV. I guess I guess A Rod and J Lo were on there, and he tweets out, and um, let me get let me get the exact tweet pulled up. Got to read this shit off for you guys. Um, it's just like he was just calling out A Rod, and I didn't really understand it at first, and I still kind of don't understand it, but because he tweets some really weird shit. But I'm going to go ahead and read this. Started out watching World of Dance, watching J-Lo text Alex Rodriguez. Little does she know that he is cheating on her with my ex-wife, Jessica. Poor girl, she has no idea who he really is. I was there a few months back with her when he called her on her phone. Alex Rodriguez, stop being a piece of shit. Stop cheating on Jennifer Lopez. Alex Rodriguez, I challenge you to a boxing match or an MMA match anytime you want. And then he goes, I'm willing to take a polygraph to prove that what I'm saying about Alex Rodriguez is 100% accurate. What do we make of Jose Canseco now? Is he crazy? Crazy guy? I don't know. I need, we need to see a reply. Or, or are they ghosting? I don't know. Are they ghosting too? He didn't even... Is this a ghost situation? He didn't even add A-Rod. He didn't even... He didn't even and, you know, this goes deep. Him. This goes deep. Like back whenever your mama said, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. This is deeper than <laughs> that. This is so much deeper. This dude's about to bust up an engagement. Possibly, because you know J Lo is going to be like, "What's he no, talking I mean, about?" I mean, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. This is going to be wild shit. So I do definitely want to see A Rod and Jose Canseco have an MMA fight, though. Who would? Oh win? yeah, that'd be that'd be badass. Would you pay for it on pay per view? Mm. Can't we just do like Facebook Live? You know, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Facebook Live or like you know Periscope shit like that. I think that would make some money. But I was just I thought it was pretty interesting that he came out and said some shit like that. So I don't know. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun, a fun March. We're already getting things heated up between AB, David Irving, and Jose Canseco. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Beautiful times. But now let's get into garage talk mode. Let's bring it down. Uh, garage Jam of the Week. Garage Album of Possibly the Year. Juice World's Death Race for Love. So you actually told me about the album that was coming out. It was going to be dropping. Um, I was very intrigued. wanted to check it out. You well, yeah, What did you like the most about it when I first showed you the cover? That Because it was a PlayStation 1 game, it resembled Twisted Metal. However, I did look up and Googled the Twisted Metal cover, and it didn't look anything like that. So I don't really it, know. It, it does look a lot like that. It's got, because like the original one, it's just like the clown in the ice cream truck, and he's just driving. There's not like a guy with a hand and shit. Well, he couldn't exactly make it. He, could, he, could, he wouldn't do that. Yeah, I know. But I mean, He put I like, the black PlayStation on, the, on this which side. Which was dope. Yeah, and that's what he meant it to be, and he put the same sort of font. And it was like he was, it was like he was playing with Death Race toys, like yes, uh, like Mad Max and shit. I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting, and because like we were actually talking about when we first heard Juice World, we're big Juice World fans. Um, he, I think Jordan was probably the first Juice World fan in America. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, you, what was it? Midnight when he dropped Lucid Dreams on Spotify. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Midnight. It was last year. That was midnight. Whenever I found it, yeah, and I don't think it had over like a couple million views. So I think it's got like over four hundred million or something now. Maybe you were the first person to hear mainstream Juice World because there was a lot of probably SoundCloud shit that he had. I still need to go back. And I, check I, that I haven't out. found anything pre that yet. Nothing that I know that I know is pre that. This dude was just born a star. No, I'm, I, I can't. I haven't. I just, it's not on Spotify, I guess. Maybe, like you said, maybe on SoundCloud. 
We'll have to, we'll have to look can, into it. That I can notice. We're going to flip the books. We're going to check the books. We're going to scramble. But the album drops. Badass album cover. Um, it comes out. He was telling me, you know, oh, it's about to come out or drop when you check it out. Well, when it did, I was uh, writing my article for Roto Baller this past week, which was actually very good. We had four top racers, great points. If you're not on Roto Baller yet, go to rotoballer.com, subscribe. You see all of my articles with the Daily Fantasy NASCAR, along with Scott Engel, Dan Dobish, and Sean Engel. Uh, awesome guys. Had to had to put the plug in there real quick. But I listened to the whole album while I was writing that article. Phenomenal album. I even made a reference to Juice World in the article, talking about a NASCAR driver. So yeah, I mean, you uh, you showed me that. Sent you that, yeah. So you, gave, you got a little preview. But um, but listening to that album, the beats are amazing. It's very easy to listen to. Um, if you're a rap fan, hip hop fan, R and B fan, whatever, you're gonna get into this groove. Um, I was watching a reacts video, and it was uh the day that Hear Me Calling dropped. Yeah, couple of teenagers. I'm, I I won't know if I want to say teenagers, but um, I guess they were probably all over twenty twenty one. I would say, uh, they walked around and they were just showing people the, the song, just walking up to them and playing it and seeing their reaction to Deuce World. And um, he walked. They walked to this older man. He was. He said he had been playing music for like sixty five years. Wait, sixty eight years, something like that. Yeah. So I figured, you know, he or 60 years. So I figured he was like 78 or some shit like that. He was older. And he was sitting on the beach, and he was a musician himself. And um, he said something that really stuck out to me. Um, He said that I don't care about old music because it does not speak to now. I care about today's music and tomorrow's music only because that's the music that tells you what's really going on right now in this world. That's fucking wild. He was an older man. He 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 was uh just I mean just a musician at heart. And he said that's what he said. I don't I don't care about the, about anything but but what's going on right now because it depicts the state of everything right now for right. people. And it's like this uh, new subgenre of rap or whatever people call it, sad rap and shit like that. I think it's just a lot of you know these rappers that have grown up with like rock influences. I think like, he's a man that listens to everything. Yeah. I mean everything, like you got to. That's a that's the beauty I mean, of music. I listen to everything. You listen to everything. No, I don't. I can't. Some stuff I just can't. I can't get down to. Oh, I get down to. It I, I don't know. I can't. I, some things I just can't. I'm not like big on like like. Oh, you want me? You want to play? Um, what's the what's, what does the fox say? See how you like that? So you don't ding, like that song? Ding ding, do you? ding ding ding. That's like comedy music. That's like Weird Al shit. Uh, that's not really music. That's just like comedy. That's like a comedy album. Shit, man, it was music to me. You know why? Because I used to burn that shit on CDs. Used to burn that shit. <laughs> that shit annoyed the fuck. Used out to of play me. it in the car. I don't know. Girlfriend, you mad at you? That was kind of like me with Blue. <laughs> iPhone sixty five. Um, yeah. But I still, I still bump that shit. My kid, my kid, the other night was was bumping that shit. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, he was digging it. But, um, but yeah, so going through some of the tracks, like it starts off with like the song Empty, um, and it just right out the gate, Juice just hits with like a banger. First song. A lot of these albums now, you know, they're, they're singles or whatever, they'll drop singles and shit. I don't think he really did that. Hear Me Calling. Yeah, Hear Me Calling. And then, um, what was the other one he dropped? Um, fuck. Stump. Robbery. 
Yeah, Robbery. That was the one. Um, so that was another single he did. But then, really for me, like the singles were okay, but it was the music that was already in the album that we just got with the album, which was fucking amazing. Um, Syphilis is like a total new side <laughs> of Juice World. Um, and if you were lucky enough to catch the YouTube video or the video he put it up on Twitter, um, I don't even know if he put it up on Twitter. I just I know I found it on Twitter. I put it on Garage Guys a while back, but it was him freestyling the objects. Um, Jordan is convinced that he that was staged. It looked like it to me. That's all <laughs> I can say. He was setting up rhymes before it came behind his shoulder. Like he was, he's good. And if that's the case, this dude is no. But when he wasn't, talented. he didn't see it. He didn't see it. And he was setting up rhymes for it, and then it would come in front of his face, and the rhyme would come out. And it'd go out from his face. He's, he could be quick. I don't know. I don't know. He might be. He might be. I'm not. I if mean, he's I'm that just, quick, I mean, me, there's, there's going to be a lot of amazing shit that comes out from Juice World. Oh, I can't wait. I, I love Juice World. I'm, not, I'm just saying I think that was a little weird. This album, though, this is definitely going to be like the album of, of spring, I believe, because I'm already like all over it. Empty, Maze, He Motions, Demons featuring Brent Fias, Fast, Big, Robbery, Flaws and Sins, Feeling, Syphilis, Who Shot Cupid, Ring Ring featuring Cleaver, Desire, Out My Way, The Bee's Knees, On God featuring Young Thug, Ten Feet, Won't Let Go, She's the One, Rider, and Make Believe are all available on the Garage Jams playlist on Spotify right now. I would have to say probably my favorite jam off this album. Uh, It's tough to pick just one. I really like Desire. Um, I like Ryder and Syphilis was just wild. And yeah, I enjoyed that shit. I enjoyed that shit hard. But there, I have I have a lot of favorites. I mean, because like his music is just it flows so well. Um, and it was kind of like when we talked about Beer Bongs and Bentleys when it dropped, we could just listen to every song off that album straight through. Not even let nothing bother you from post. And this is kind of how this album is. And there's not a lot of albums that I'll do that with, but like juice world has really produced one that I'm like, Oh shit, I can listen to these songs and not worry about skipping or going to a song that I like. I just roll through. Mm-hmm. Listen to the album. It's so, like the old days, man. That's all like, that's all I could do. Yeah. They put the record on, put the headphones on. Start the song. man would tell you what it was play, like. It's t- I always told a story for them because <laughs> they knew they wouldn't get a start in the middle very often. No. So could you imagine being a kid, like going to get, a uh, Lil Wayne album that you've never heard straight up going and putting it there just putting it in your ear can't stop vinyl. listening you're you're committed yeah it's just you like, don't sit you just sit there and listen to a whole album or like back when like music was released on the radio and like it wasn't heard anywhere else so they were just like everybody would sit around the radio like, yeah listen to shows and wait for that nobody shit. sits around the radio anymore remember how dope that was everybody's on the TV now but that's why we love you guys, because you're in your car, or you're in your house, no, or you're phones. at your office, and you're listening. You're on phones. your phone. And you're listening phones. to this. You're listening to us talk. These little devices that are just just making us weird. Straight up, making us weird, dude. It's a new world, new new, new life. Thanks, I thanks need, so I much. Need to get Apple. rid of it. Thank you, Steve Jobs. I need. To, would you want to go back to a? What about let's start something? They're remaking the razor. Let's start something. They're remaking the razor. Have you seen that shit? Let's start something. What? What'd you want to start? Then. Uh, the flip phone challenge. The flip phone. They're they're making a flip phone. I'm Samsung. About, no, I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about no smart. Not a no. flip. We we don't want to fold. We want to listen. Flip. Listen. What? Flip phone challenge. How long can you put your phone up for a flip phone? Do they even work anymore? Yeah. 
Like if I can go if I if you tell me right now I can go get a Motorola razor. Not a razor. I no, nah, that's the only phone I would need. Like an old No, I'm serious. No, I want to get it. a SIM card for an old Motorola razor and just use that right now. How like, long could you how long could you do it? I don't know how long I could do ooh. it. I'd be carrying my laptop everywhere, I'll tell what you that, that much. Why do that? It's just because the battery the lights are off. Lights were on. It was just blinking to let me know. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, if I could if I could get a SIM card for an old Motorola Racer, I would probably do it for a hot minute. And um, I'd have my laptop on me all the time. Yeah. I think it's kind of <laughs> it'd be, yeah, it would be cheating. Kind no cheating. laptop with the phone. I don't know, I would say I could probably last three to five days. See, I'm, I would, I'm different because I don't, I don't have a laptop that I can do anything on. How long would you last? Shoot, man. I just took out my PlayStation and my Xbox. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got <laughs> to have that. You got to keep that on deck. It would just, it would just regress back into like... Early two thousands. Yeah, you can't, you like become a kid again. Basically, that's all we know how to be in that time. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd be pissed off if my mom didn't bring my kids meal. Be like, where's my kids meal? Well, you don't need it, fat ass. <laughs> Go run a lap. <laughs> but yeah, um, man, I love this. We get off topic all the time. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. But uh, but anyway, back back to the topic at hand. Juice World Death Race for Love. Go pick up a copy. Buy it. Um, if you have Spotify and shit, definitely get it. But also, if you see it in the store, buy it. If you see a CD of it, buy it. It looks like a PlayStation game. It might be dope. Could be worth something one day. <laughs> CDs are going to be extinct soon. They basically already are. Um, so get the album. It's on GarageBand's playlist on Spotify right now. Go over, listen to it. Let us know what you think about it. And um, we'll either tell you get lost or good job. <laughs> That's about it. Yep. So... I've decided to change this next segment's name. Um, normally, we always do a Netflix show of the week. It is now just going to be cool show of the week, or just cool shows. Um, our shows are things I watched. One of those will be the new name, and maybe we'll put a poll up so you can vote on it. But show I watched on Netflix this week was Unsolved. It was a... Uh, about Biggie Smalls and Tupac, and it's a drama series that USA released, and I actually enjoy it. Never thought I would enjoy a USA show, but uh, it's got the homie Jimmy Simpson in it, played in Westworld. Um, if you haven't seen Westworld yet, I don't know really what's going on, but you should probably do that. Have you seen Westworld yet? I haven't finished yet, no. What's going on? <laughs> uh, uh, you okay? I haven't done it yet. <laughs> Are you breathing? <laughs> Why don't you watch Westworld? I don't know. Everybody, everybody <laughs> keeps talking about it. It's fucking awesome. But Jimmy Simpson's in this thing. Um, it goes back to, like, it's a dramatization, basically, of, like, when they were trying to figure out how he got killed. There's a lot of correlation with maybe the LAPD was involved. Very intriguing shit. And then it bounces from the 90s to the 2000s where they reopen the case. And they're really trying to crack it this time. I'm not going to give too many spoilers away for most people that are big fans of Pac and Biggie. You pretty much already kind of know some of the stuff that happened. So this kind of just gives like a kind of a new look and a new insight to it. Really interesting show. Go watch it on Netflix now. What is a show that you've recently checked out that you liked? Uh, the Defiant Ones. The Defiant Ones. That's uh. That is. 
It's an HBO show. Uh, you can get it on HBO, and I think you can get it on other places. But um, I know I, I know you can get it on HBO. But it's about the meeting between Eminem and Dr. Dre. Saucy. And Dr. Dre, I don't want to spoil anybody for anybody else. They might have seen the clip on Facebook because the clip on Facebook comes up a lot. Whenever he talks about, he's just started to beat, and he started a song. As soon as he got there, and he told him to stop. He said, "Get in the studio." Called his dude and said, "We got to sign him now." He said, "Contracts took almost two weeks." He said, "No, sign him now." It's incredible. And then he said. I didn't realize how many racists I had around me. Like when he went in and, and brought yeah. the white kid in. Yeah. But uh, you know, that that all that was such that a all, great that story. all got settled whenever they heard his heard his music. Hi, my <laughs> name is what? what? So different. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's uh, I actually. That's I that's the song that he started. Mm-hmm, that he started right going there. off with. Yeah, I the remember watching because I, I started it a while back. I need to go finish it. Yeah, but um, I but, haven't finished it at, by the way either. So you're you're but you're in it. Oh yeah, I'm in it. See, I need to go back and revisit. But I do remember that one part where he was just like he, he did this. It was so different. It was unlike anything I'd ever heard. And he knew that that he had to get on that next wave. Mm-hmm. And he did. I mean, he brought Eminem ushered in a new. Um, a new new fans of hip hop, dude. You know, a lot of suburban white kids and freaking kids that grew up blue collar mm-hmm. and trailers. And I mean, yeah. like, it was like he was telling his story. He was painting his own picture yeah. of like what this is life from my point of view. And my and you watch Eight Mile. It's like I actually was watching that the other night and I fell asleep during it. Yeah, but Eight Mile is such a great movie, and it's so it's so refreshing to kind of see like his story, but he's like playing himself, but he's a different person. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. But yeah, Eminem was one of those dudes, man. So in that show, like does a, I know that I think that it kind of goes into talking about like how music changed and eventually. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. It goes, it goes a lot deeper into it. So it's an amazing show. Oh and yes. It is amazing I've got a, all right. So I know that I'm personally going to go and restart that shit now. I, sw- I know that I saw it on HBO the first time. And I found it on YouTube, and then I watched it, the first episode, and then I haven't been able to find it since until I've seen it on HBO. But I also, something gave me a notification today that it was available somewhere else. So, I'm going to have to find it again. Have to figure this it could have been on YouTube again. It could have been any other uh, episode. You can probably buy it and shit on iTunes because they like plug Apple and that shit. Well, <laughs> if, if it's HBO and they'll let you buy it there, then yeah. For sure, for sure. So, those are your shows. Um, guys, we're just getting heated up. Draft season's coming. Um, like I said, I'm over at Rotoballer doing NASCAR. A uh, na- little brief on the NASCAR. Uh, Kyle Busch won the uh, the Ticket Guardian 500 in Phoenix, Arizona uh, on Sunday. And I had him in my lineup with 140 fantasy points. Beautiful stuff. If you're not in a DFS NASCAR, you have any questions about it, you know you can hit me up on Twitter or any other thing you need at Garage Guy Chase. Um, and like I said, draft season's coming up the NFL. We got so much more amazing content that's going to be coming for you guys and uh, keeping it rolling through the off season. It's tough, but we're making it. We're making it one way or another. And uh, Jordan, I have to do this every time you're on the show. This is one of my favorite parts. Where can they follow you at this week? 
in the corner of the fence. What's in the corner of the fence? It's like that. It's like that. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Are you a magician? Are you going to do magic tricks in the corner of the fence? You never know. I love it. Miss you. So you follow Jordan at the corner of the fence. That's where he'll be. And as always, you know to follow Garage Guys Fantasy Sports on all platforms at Garage Guys Sports. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been good. It's been good reuniting. I had a good time. It's been good. Amazing. Fun times. It's fucking early. Uh, spoiler alert. It's a late show. Very late show. Um, it's very early in the morning right now, but you're going to be hearing this. And um, just know that we powered. We powered through this one. Yes, we did. We powered hard. <laughs> so we're going to be back next week. More amazing shit. We love you, Garage Fam. One, one thing. One thing before we go. Like our shit. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate and review. It's all you got to do. Tell one person that doesn't know about us about our show, tell them to subscribe, rate, and review. I don't care if you type a fucking letter or a number symbol, whatever. Write us a review. Amazing shit can happen. Yeah. You never know. You have to do it. Maybe maybe we'll do one of those things where we're like, type this secret message and watch what happens on your screen. Remember those? <laughs> yeah, I know. Is that what we're going to have to do to you guys to review? Come on, I'm watching all of you. I see you all. Cindy in Arizona. I see you. Jacob in Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm watching you. I know about you guys. See you all the time. So do that. Eyes are open. We'll be back next week. Sports party. You want to say repeat? Repeat.